0: Good morning, class. My name is Professor McKibben, and I will be your instructor this semester in Pride and Arrogance 101. What qualifies me to teach this class? Well, to put it simply, I have written the book on pride and arrogance. No, seriously, I did write a book. It was called I'm Better Than You. Deal with it. Unfortunately, my publishers couldn't see its brilliance, what a bunch of fools they were. Anyway, you may call me Professor McKibben, or by one of my other nicknames, Sir Incredible, Senior Brilliance, or Monsieur Magnifique. I am the country's leading expert on pride and arrogance, and I will be speaking to you out of my vast life experience. Indeed, you should count it a privilege to look up to me. Today, we'll be examining the three basic laws of pride and arrogance— Once you've mastered these, then you'll be ready to move on to bigger and better things. Are you ready? Here we go. Law number one. It is the law of always being right. You must believe at all times and at all costs, even when there is a vast amount of evidence to the contrary, that you are always right on every subject. And the simple truth is, you are always right. You know that, and I know that, but not everyone around you knows that. And so you must labor to convince your peers that you hold the correct perspective on everything. You must win every argument. Do not ever let your opponents into discussion believing that they're right. Husbands especially. If you get into an argument with your wife, don't back down. It is crucial that you establish your position as right and hers as wrong. Don't let silly things like cold hard facts distract you from your main task of being right. Don't let your mind even consider your opponent's ideas for one second because they're obviously wrong. Take the high road, that is the right road, because once you believe that you're always right then you're ready for this second law of pride and arrogance, and that is the law of criticism. If you're always right, then it's only natural that you will regularly criticize those around you. And criticize you must. Because any ideas other than your own are absolute rubbish and worthy of only the harshest criticism. Uh, Teenagers in particular. Do you ever get frustrated at the decisions that your parents make and the things that your mom and dad do? Well, I can certainly understand why. After all, you've been alive for 14, 15 years and no doubt you have a wealth of experience to draw upon. Remember, you're right. No matter how much wisdom and life experience your parents have, and so what should you do? Criticize them. Criticize them at every turn. If you're going to excel in pride and arrogance, you must learn to develop a critical tongue. Additionally here, you need to be extra careful not to ever encourage anyone. If you're going to be proud and arrogant, you simply don't have time to be pointing out nice stuff about other people. Which leads right to this third law of pride and arrogance, and that is the law of self-admiration. If you're going to be a pride and arrogance expert like me, then you must always be looking at and always admiring yourself. You might be asking, well, how do I do that? Well, it's simple. Think for just a moment about any successes that you have ever had in your life. Then, take credit for those successes. Did you excel at your job? Did you play well in the basketball game? Did you get good grades at school? Then seize hold of those accomplishments and then take full credit for them. Don't thank others for their help. Don't share the credit with anyone else. You, you take all the glory. And don't forget to loudly trumpet all of your achievements so that others can bask in the glow of how great you really are. If you do these things, you will be well on your way to becoming an expert in the field of pride and arrogance. Well, that's it for today's lesson. Are there any questions before class is dismissed? Yes, you there in the back. Uh, Proverbs sixteen eighteen, you say? Well, let me find a Bible. Proverbs 16 verse 18 it says there pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall hmm um well um i uh ah How unfortunate that I don't have time to discredit that old, dusty, antiquated proverb. Next week, we'll pick up with law number four, the law of never listening to divine wisdom. Class dismissed.